0: Hey, folks, this is Jay from Jay Talk. Of course, we had our wonderful annoyed but smiling Nick from the Nick Drop. Definitely
1: smiling of annoyance. I'm already annoyed the, the video's locking up. What is that all about?
0: I know, right, I know. You're, you're finally unlocked on my side, so it's all good. So I guess it, it rendered or did whatever happened. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we're, we're bringing you the off-the-cuff episode, folks. This should be a fun episode. Uh, yeah, and if you can't uh, get the gist, we're, g- <laughs> we're going to start off talking about annoyances, but we're just going to let the conversation flow. So, um, since this was Nick's idea, I'm going to let him take this one. And start it off.
1: Well, you know, <clears throat> it started off last week for me. I had a had a little deal. I was going to make a trip up to Bandera. My bike's up there. I haven't been up there in six weeks. Yeah. I needed to check on everything. It had been it had froze up there multiple times. I'm a little worried about the water heater because it was full of water. Oh. I'm hoping that it was brand new. That it expanded enough to. Because I'm sure that it's only a six-gallon water heater in an RV, so I'm pretty sure that it, being that it's new, it has the potential to expand and contract, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once that water freezes, it's going to expand. So I'm crossing <clears throat> my fingers. I forgot to bleed it. so Oh, okay. Those water heaters aren't cheap. They're $1,000 a piece. Ouch. Okay. So anyway, I decided to make a trip, and the lady that I'm seeing right now, we plan on making a trip. Well, I like to take Friday off, and then get out of town about eight thirty nine o'clock, maybe ten at the latest, so that I can get up there in the daylight, get the RV set, clean up everything, get everything organized for the weekend. Right? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of getting up there late, uh, late after dark. You know, it's right. hard to see things and all that stuff. So anyway.
0: And it's a five hour drive, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, four and a half. Okay. And I'm pretty much when I'm packed up, if I'm by myself, I won't stop. I'll have everything done and I'm gone, and I won't stop till I get there. Well, I take that back. I'll stop when I start going through the neighborhoods and drink a beer on the way in. Oh, wait!
0: You don't stop at you don't stop at the Bucky's just to see if you see the girl again.
1: Well, that's I gas up at Bucky's (laughs) and get pick up some food. (laughs) It'd be nice if I ran into her again.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. That's another annoyance. Anyway, go ahead. So,
1: woke up that morning. And it was just one thing after another. It seemed like the shower water wasn't getting hot enough. Okay. It seemed like it took me forever to get motivated to get things taken care of. I kept forgetting stuff as I was walking out the door, coming back. I mean, it started off like just about everything was kind of making me take a step back and a step forward. Right. But now I've got a big diesel truck, so I have to go gas it up. Well, when I got there, the pump was running, it would probably put a dollar, a, a dollar of gas in the pump in like a minute. Oh. And it has a 36-gallon tank. So I'm thinking, I'm going to sit here for 30 minutes yeah, for this thing to fill up. Yeah. So it's running real slow. So I turn it off. I back up to the one behind it. It's running a little bit faster. Well, as I'm sitting there pumping the gas, it stops at $50. So I gotta pull everything out, close it back up, put the card back in, go through the whole process three times at $135 for to fill that tank up, right? Right. So I'm I'm slowly getting, you know, just things are just kind of beating me in the face, making me take a step back. I go in to get me a monster so I can have me a little energy. They don't have any of my flavor. So I'm like <laughs> Okay. So this
0: is a Monday. I go <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's a typical Monday. And I mean it just trickled down from there so it, I got more annoyed, more annoyed, more annoyed. And then I get in the truck after I leave to leave the gas station and the check engine light comes on.
0: Are you serious? That's a new yep. truck.
1: Well, it's not new new, but oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, check engine light comes on. And I'm like, "All right, well, something's obviously telling me not to make the trip. Right. So, of course, I went over to the lady friend's house, and I'm like, you know what? And she's frustrated. She's frustrated, flustered when I walked in the door because we're way behind schedule, and she's very OCD, so she stays up like the night before to pack, and we have everything we need for a two-day weekend kind of thing. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. So that's annoying, you know, you don't need a whole bin of band-aids just in case, you know, we fall down scratch. You know, things like that. Right. We don't need a smorgasbord of food, $200 worth of food for a weekend, you know. No. A couple yeah. steaks on the pit, we're done. Yeah. You know, A can of soup, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? We're not going to make the trip. And so we finally just decided at that point, it's already 2 o'clock and we're not even ready to leave yet. Right. So we're not going to get there till after dark. And I'm like, can it? We're not doing it. We're going to, you know, we'll try next weekend. So that was huge annoying. I mean, like the whole thing. It took me hours after that just to wind down from, like, how did that happen? What is it that's keeping me from going? But it was so annoying. You know, one thing after another after <laughs> another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it works. Then the little things just really get under your skin, like, I'm walking back from the gas station, and I drop my keys on the ground, and there's a car driving by, and they have to stop, and I got to bend over and pick, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I go I to
1: sit in the truck. The cell phone falls between the seats. Oh. I mean, just well, – what it was like everything, just yeah. little knick things that just annoyed the crap out of me. I was like, all right, I'm going to go lock myself in a closet and <laughs> make myself a libation, and I'm I'm not going to talk to anybody, <laughs> you know, just – I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. So that's pretty much what I did this past weekend.
0: So what was the engine like?
1: I don't know. I need to check it. I got a feeling it's like this little $40 sensor because it'll come and go. it it, It came on probably six months ago for like two or three days, and then it went away. It was like when it got cold. So I'm thinking well, maybe there's a sensor that doesn't like the cold or whatever. Right. And then it got warm or whatever. And then it got cold a couple nights and then it came back on. I can reset it and see if it'll last, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's not a big deal. And I've got one of those things that you can check to see what the error code is. Yeah. I just hadn't done it yet.
0: Yeah. I had that happen one time and it was a problem with what is it that thermostat on your coolant? When it got yeah. too cold, it would freeze up. Yep. And so, yeah. And it wasn't until the engine could heat up that it would start doing its letting more coolant in. But it's but by that time it triggered the 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 light, you know, and right. and it just took a little while for it to untrigger, like you said. Well, it's
1: it has like a ninety to a hundred and twenty mile reset.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So
1: you have to drive that far to reset
0: it or whatever. Exactly. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness, dude. That is just one an- annoying day. Is I don't but know. Think about it on the positive. Something was telling me not to go. Yes.
1: With all those things that were happening, it was saying, hey, something's going to happen. You don't need to go. So.
0: So did something happen time- this weekend that you needed to be home for? No. Uh, did you you look on I ten to see if there was any nasty accidents that you
1: question I did not. I'm telling you, I went home and locked the closet door. I stayed there.
0: But you know what I mean? It's like, you know, sometimes we view them as annoyances, but in that situation I I agree with you. I'd have been one hundred percent frustrated. But being the person who I am, I'm looking at the situation and and I'm like, you know, I wonder if they're, you know, I, the man above always looks out for us, and we right. don't always like the re, like like how it happens. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's sort of like you get stuck behind a slow car. Well, well, this is really annoying and it's really frustrating. But maybe there's a reason why you're stuck behind that slow car. Well, the one thing that did happen last
1: weekend in Bandera is. Friday night, Saturday morning, it got down to 26. And then Saturday night, Sunday morning, it was 29. Okay. So it was awful cold. Yeah. In an RV. So that's the only thing that I could think of is, you know, maybe the pipes would have burst or something like that where I'd have had to, before we went to bed, I'd have had to shut the water off. Yep. I got a five-gallon. For things like that, when it does freeze, you got to clear those pipes, or they'll crack. You know how cheap that stuff is. I know, I know. So I have a five-gallon bucket. I would fill it up with water, so that if we got up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, we could pour a little water in the, in the in the toilet and drain it out.
0: Yeah, good for you.
1: So, so that's the only thing I can think of is I'm just worried about that water heater now, and so we'll see what happens. We
0: i shall know, see. Yeah, but there there was something that was something there. You know, just wasn't meant to be. It's annoying because you had, like you said, you had a lot of plans. You you were looking forward to it. Were you planning on bringing your bike back? I was. Oh. So if I would have left
1: Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, it would have been 38, maybe 40. Yeah. If it warmed up quick.
0: Yeah. And
1: I would have had to get on that bike. Get it on the trailer, lock it down. Yeah, that's not so bad. Holly doesn't like the cold. That's my bike,
0: I call her Holly. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. So, And
1: I thought, because of all that, I'm selling it. I'm selling Bandera, I'm selling the bike, I'm selling everything. Why? I just said that because I was annoyed. Oh. Uh, okay. Who knows? I could get three times the amount of money I paid for it right now.
0: Ah, uh, that's true. With all
1: the people from California coming in. I mean, one of the other guys, he built a two-bedroom, two-bath little house. You know, yeah. On the <clears throat> had 1.8 acres of land. He probably had about 170 to 180 thousand in it, and he had two when he put it on the market for 299 thousand. He had two guys fighting over it. He ended up selling it for 326. Nice. Two years later.
0: Two years later.
1: Nice, dude. Doubled his money in two years. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't mind going the opposite direction instead of going to Bandera, if you didn't mind going to East Texas, you know, I saw some property up in East Texas near Toledo Bend for sale. Yeah. I've heard that's a beautiful area. It is a beautiful area. So, yeah. I remember you telling me about that now. You were up over that. Yeah. 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 So, it's <coughs> annoying that I don't have the money to buy the property. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's talk about financial
1: annoyance.
0: I'm sorry. I, I didn't throw that in there. <laughs> so, anyway.
1: I don't think there's a day go by that most people in this world aren't annoyed by their finances.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, most people. You're right because most people are middle class, so that's a right. fair point. <laughs> and
1: even if they're making three or $400,000, they're living in a $600,000 home. I know. They're driving Mercedes and, you know, BMWs and Range Rovers and, you know, high dollar, high end cars. So they're not much different than a guy that makes 100000 living in a small three bedroom, two bath, you know, with a Chevy and a, you know, Volkswagen
0: I, out of the driveway. I disagree with you. You think so? Yes.
1: I think their finances can be just as bad. They're just a different cost. We go out and spend $200 on groceries, he goes out and spend 1000
0: Yes. Okay, but here's the whole thing. He doesn't have to spend a thousand,
1: and you don't have to spend two hundred. I mean,
0: well, no, I do. I literally went grocery shopping today for me and the kids, and it was three hundred and sixty dollars.
1: Well, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're extravagant. You know, you're, you're I'm not you're extravagant. What the freaking <laughs> hell? <laughs> I had to make two trips back from the store because one trip was just ramen noodles.
0: No, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, I uh, hot dogs. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, hot hey. dogs, uh, soup, chicken, chicken tenders. I mean, yep. yeah, no, dude. I'm not like extravagant. I didn't go like organic or, you know, right. you know. I didn't do any two gluten free. chicken
1: at at Kroger or H E B is twenty seven dollars. No. <laughs> Chicken, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I know, dude. That ain't happening. Oh my god! But there are people who live
1: that lifestyle mm. that want, you know, maybe their bodies. You know, I know. <clears throat> we've had that discussion about uh, the. Oh, what's it? What am I trying to say? You inherit inherent things from your from your family physically. Yes. like heart disease or lung disease or liver, yeah. whatever. No, I know. You know. Yeah, and some people might have health issues where they have to eat the
0: organic stuff. I know it's the genetic so they thing. Be-
1: they better go to college and get a degree and make three, $400,000 a year so they can afford to keep themselves as healthy as they need to be.
0: Yes. I won't so, disagree it- with you, but I mean in a, in a normal world, you know, if you think about, you know what you were talking about, yes. Okay. You know, they buy a Mercedes. They could just as easily bought a really nice, you know, Toyota. So, uh, you know, there are plenty of people, I would say your lower upper class to middle upper class, a lot of those people, some of them actually view um, the way they make money is to not spend money. So I actually knew a CEO who drove a regular Ford truck. And it was eight years old, right? You know, and here's Dan the,
1: Duncan, huh? Dan Duncan, worth billions, was driving a Lexus. It was fifteen years old.
0: Yeah, well, he didn't need anything more. He didn't want nope. anything more. Nope. You know, point A to point B. Yeah, exactly. And so, but I mean, that's what I'm saying is, is you know, there are plenty of people out there. You know, yes, they may live a higher lifestyle but they have the ability not to live paycheck to paycheck right whereas you know it's somebody who's 40 grand, 50 grand, 60 grand, 70 they're going to be living paycheck to paycheck right 100% and so that's that's why I was a, a little difference and I don't disagree with you when you have more money you have a tendency to spend more money you want to do more for your family I I do the same thing. I'm just as guilty. But, you know, by the same token, it's living paycheck to paycheck either by choice or by necessity. That's, I think, the biggest thing you have to look at.
1: Right. You know. Those guys that start making those half million dollar salaries and stuff like that, senior vice presidents, (laughs) they think that they have to portray themselves as successful to be successful. Yes. And I don't know, maybe in certain circles or businesses, maybe you need to, but Warren Buffett never did. I know. Still lives in the old house he, you know, had when he was broke, you know. Right.
0: And I think that's the big thing is, is you know, that's probably why he's so successful, you know. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't think
1: it's spending problems. I don't think that's what made him successful.
0: No. I think the guy- Well, but, you know, by the same token, the mentality of that is, you know, he didn't have to go, like, all crazy, you know? He was smart. He was frugal. He was... And so, if you drive a business like that, why can't the business be successful? True. And And it worked for him. Yeah, it worked for him. That's what I'm saying. Yes, he's got some really good business sense. Let's not... I'm not... Saying that just anyone can do it But You know if you studied and got the business Sense yeah anyone could do it but yeah He he's just he's very successful Because he has his own way And he does his things and so You know Dan Duncan came From nothing and Dan Duncan was Very successful so anyone Can do it
1: right And it, it I saw this thing on TikTok uh, Jeff Bezos And Elon Musk Neither one of them have a social life, at all? Really? Neither one of them are dating, or married, or kids, or I don't know how true that is because they didn't research it. But the TikTok said all they're focused on is one thing and one thing only: twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five business, money. Yep. And obviously they're <laughs> they know how to do that. Yeah, but, I know. You know exactly, exactly. But I'm even even Bill Gates. He was. He he got married, but it it wasn't an interest of his. I mean, I read a book when he in in his younger days when he was making Microsoft already worth millions, his secretary had to remind him to shower because he was so focused on his job he forgot to do the little tasks. Yeah. The little you know, God knows how many times he didn't brush his teeth or comb his hair, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't want to look at that as, oh, my God, he's nasty or whatever. He was so focused yeah, on his goals and whatever he wanted to achieve. Same thing with Steve Jobs. Same way. Yeah, you know? Of course, he smoked pot and calmed down. He did this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, folks, we're going to do a, a quick break, and we're going to get back to the discussion. But I got a, uh, a really bad dad joke for you, Nick. <laughs> okay This is an annoying bad dad joke There we go You ready for this? Yes What do you do When you cross A pickle and a deer
1: Shoot the deer and eat the pickle What do you, what
0: do you, what do you get When you cross a what deer and a, a deer and a pickle Or a pickle and a deer
1: I have no idea. A dildo. <laughs> Assuming that the deer is a female <laughs> and the pickles deal.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. There you go. My, my horrible dad joke. Okay, I got one more dad joke. Really horrible one. What is the difference? Between me and an egg I can't even come up with anything. The egg's hard. no, nope. the egg got laid
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right that that deserves a round of applause for that one. I mean, come on. That was good. <laughs>
0: There you go. There, there's our quick break. There's our quick dad jokes. I just wanted to share them with you guys. What? <laughs> okay, back to the conversation. <laughs> if Nick could get a straight face, he's just—he's thinking about that. He's like, "Holy crap! What the hell?" So
1: <laughs> I'm just thinking about us getting late.
0: <laughs> oh Lord, anyway, yeah. No, I actually I will tell you they were really funny. I heard some really good dad jokes. So I had to share them with the, uh, everyone. You know, they're very corny as hell, and, and I'll share some more in, in other episodes. So
1: I like corny jokes. I really do. I, know. I like the really ones because they're the ones that catch you
0: off guard. You're like, what? You I know, know. exactly. <laughs> I agree. So,
1: <laughs> but okay, so back to back, back,
0: back, back. Okay, yeah. the annoyances are back to the BSO guys or whatever.
1: Yeah. So you know, their 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 only focus is on business. Right. I mean. That's all they do: eat, sleep, and drink. The business, and they're very successful at it. And I'm sure there are many, many, many people out there. I've got um, my mother's been cutting this guy's hair since he was one years old. Okay. And my mother, my mother's seventy nine, and he's older than I am. I think he's sixty one.
0: Okay. Okay, he's only so, two years older than you. So, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm
1: guessing that he's he's couple years older than I am. Yeah. So but she cut his hair, first haircut at his first, you know, first birthday. Right. To this day, still cutting his hair. Okay. So
0: even though she's retired.
1: Well, she's semi retired. She still makes a little money. She plays golf. I mean, and she travels all over the United States. So she's got to make a little extra money. I know. For her golf game. She just paid $3,500 for a set of golf clubs.
0: Uh, okay. Uh,
1: awesome. They She went into this gallery. And it's really cool because they put you in there. And you, and you swing and you swing and you swing and you swing and you swing. And you swing these different clubs. And they they laser record your body. And then they come back and the computer spits out all the data. And says these are the clubs you need. And it did improve her game. Seriously? Yes, it did. Holy crap. Worth every penny," she said. Okay. She's so happy with her clubs. She's confident with them. She feels good when she swings them. Yeah, it improved her game.
0: Uh, maybe I need to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I when, when you and I start doing good in business, we can afford thirty five hundred dollars set of clubs. Yeah, there you go.
0: Wait, <laughs> you you could afford it now. Whatever. I can't afford it now. I'm just messing. With I
1: bought that. that place up in Bandera, man. That takes all my money.
0: I know. I know. I'm I've, I'm half messing with you. So you yeah. got all the extra hobbies. So yeah, golf is not one you can spend money on.
1: Right, I, I can play golf. You know, a few times a year, three or four times a year. But I I couldn't make a hobby out of it, man. That's expensive.
0: I know, that's fair. You know,
1: just a membership at a golf club. You're talking a five grand down payment, and then four, five, six, eight hundred, a thousand dollars a month for your fees, and then you got to pay greens fees and all that stuff for the you know all that cart fees and Yeah, it gets expensive.
0: Almost as expensive as hunting.
1: Yes. That's another reason I got out of hunting.
0: (laughs) I I have two bows and quite a few guns,
1: but (laughs) I started riding a motorcycle.
0: I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was uh, was cheap. Yeah. There you go. Sure. It's not
1: as expensive as golfer hunting.
0: No, it just doesn't have the reoccurring income. Once you've paid for the bike, it's paid for except for insurance, right.
1: You know, and then putting gas in it and tricking it out, or if you lay it down by mistake, you got to fix the flaws and things like that. Oh, but I know that's not expensive. It's not like having a boat. you know, every time you put it in a shop, it costs a thousand dollars minimum. So that's fair. That's a thing. yeah, no matter what you do, thousand dollars. Every time I put that ski boat in the shop, cost me a thousand dollars. I spent more money on that boat. That was a big mistake.
0: More money on the repairs of the boat than what you spent on the boat. Yeah, well, almost. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I thought, that exa- I I thought that's where you I, were going for, man. I was like, yeah, holy no, crap! I, I
1: paid twelve grand for the boat, and in the two years that I had it, I probably put seven grand
0: in repairs. And that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then got rid of it. It was it was fun for you know, but man, what a what a hassle talk about annoying. If it every time I took it out something was messed with it. Either the stereo didn't work or the engine wouldn't go up to full speed, you know, just there were always something because it was a carbureted engine and the carburetor float would stick. Right. So it wouldn't go very fast, so I'd have to lift the engine cover and tap on the on the thing to get the float to unstick and then I could drive it. Then I'd be driving around or pulling people skiing or whatever and then all of a sudden ball I'd have to go tap on it again.
0: Yeah, oh, that's stupid.
1: I didn't know how to rebuild a carburetor, so I started calling around and everybody's like, oh, it's a thousand dollars. To rebuild a carburetor, screw that. I'll sell the boat. Yeah. I like know.
0: That. Yeah. That was that was annoying. <clears throat> I know, man. I know. So, you know, we were talking about annoyances and you know, you're talking about some of these successful guys. I think for me the hardest part, the really annoying thing, is hard to focus. So I consider myself fairly intelligent. Okay, right? But I agree. Oh, thank you. Um, but it's sometimes hard to focus. You know, sort of like you've got your people who have ADHD. You know, so it's very mm-hmm. hard. To stay focused on certain things And for me If I get bored of something I mean I literally am starting to doze off Or I'm just like Okay I can't take this anymore This is murder You know well, It's very hard for me to Stay focused right. And I think that's the biggest challenge You know I, I, One of the things I try to teach my kid Is it's it's annoying and it's difficult But I, I ask Jay this all the time. How good would you be at the drums if you put as much time in the drums as you do into a video game? Absolutely.
1: What a great statement.
0: You know, but it's the same thing for me. If I actually put time into the bass guitar instead of playing a video game or instead of watching a TV show or, you know, if I exercised, I went for a walk instead of, you know, whatever, you know, the problem is, is we have a tendency to get distracted and not stay focused. That's an, that's, it's an, it's my own annoyance with myself. It's my own frustration. Right. Because you don't always know how to stop it. And some of that is personality driven, you know, true. You gotta, you gotta think of that.
1: You know. Well, see, the the thing that makes me think about stuff like that when I get that way, um, some kind of vitamin deficient, okay, on a physical level. Okay, you know, so I started, for a while there, I started getting into drinking those powders, you know, like uh, Joe Rogan's got. He's always talking about the brain food, right there's a powder that he takes and he says he swears by it he does it every every time before a podcast it helps him focus it helps him get motivated it helps him give energy blah blah, blah. oh i so thought people, that's what people, he was using people,
0: marijuana for
1: oh well that that's from him to come down <laughs> off oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Because the brain food's keeping him so hyped up, he's got to calm down. Smoke do.
0: Uh, I'm just messing with that, <laughs> but not perfect. That's exactly probably
1: why he does it. You know, people eat sugar, eat sugar, eat sugar to get hyped up, and then they need to calm down. How do they do that? Yeah. Before the sugar crash, smoke pot, and then it'll calm you down. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. But you know, people that get do the B12 shots. Yes. Yeah. And that's an energy boost. Men get older and they take testosterone shots or testosterone pills or the patch, and that'll motivate them to feel younger, not just for the libido portion of it,
0: but, but for other reasons as well. Yes. Getting
1: testosterone back up also thickens your skin. I know you've seen an older gentleman, he might accidentally rub rub his arm against a table, a, a not a sharp table. Just a regular dull corner of a table, right. he will hit his arm on it and it'll bleed because the skin layers are going away. Yeah. And testosterone rejuvenates that. Okay. So it I mean, you know, and of course with women it's estrogen, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Okay.
1: I have I have a, another annoyance that has probably haunted me my Entire adult life. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I am... I, I might be a procrastinator, but, and this doesn't necessarily throw that into procrastination, I'm very quick to get things done. Yes. I mean, I have spent probably the last 10 years of my life, I swear to you, five hours a day... Waiting on somebody else.
0: Oh, wow! Yeah, that's to an annoyance. To the
1: grocery store, or to run an errand, or if we're working on the motorcycles, or working on a car, or going out to dinner. Say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go out to dinner at six o'clock, and here I am sitting on the couch at seven thirty, waiting to go out and have
0: dinner. So the it, that goes back to the value your time because they yeah. it's oh. you're annoyed because they're they do not value your time.
1: That's exactly right. I remember one time I went I was dating this lady. Okay. And I went. We were going to go to Bandera, and I said, "Look, I like to get out. I like to get there before dark, you know." And she says, "Well, okay, we'll do the best we can." We didn't leave Houston till six p.m.
0: Damn, it was close we to didn't dark get already.
1: Seven thirty. Yeah. That night, talk about not valuing my time. I sat around from nine o'clock that morning till six p.m. You don't think I was pissed off? Oh yeah, I was past the point of annoyed. Yeah, that already ruined your weekend. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, it. I mean, I never got, I never came off of that. No. And of course, she was complete disaster. She's not a drinker, and she got plowed, shit-faced drunk, stumbling drunk, and threw up starting about 10 o'clock Saturday night until we got home Sunday afternoon. She threw up all the way home. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and she's not a drinker. And I'm like, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got away from the the kids and the dogs and the everything in life to relax, not and yeah. Took it to the nth degree. That was annoying. You know, that
0: was like one extreme to the other. Yeah, that that relationship didn't last long
1: because of that. I spent most of my time sitting around, waiting to go to dinner, waiting to run to the grocery store, and if I ever said, "Hey, we need to do this, 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 and this." Let's go in two separate directions so that we can be back quicker. Yeah. Enjoy our quality time. Oh no, no, no! You don't, don't you dare separate. Mm. Let's do it together. And I'm like, <clears> no, <throat> because if you walk into Target, we're there for three hours. You know. Why? Or even a grocery store, because I don't know. I go in, get my shit, get out. Yeah. I'm quick, and that's a that's a curse more than it is. You know, I like to get my stuff done so that I can relax. Yeah. It's like they're constantly hurry, 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 hurry. hurry. And at the end of the night, they're like, oh, I feel terrible. I feel bad and I eat right. My shoulders, my back, my dip. I got a headache because I had a thousand things I need to get done and I didn't get anything done. And I'm like, well, don't do that. Schedule yourself to do two or three things for the day. And when you get them done, you're proud of yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: Five things, whatever. Exactly. But when you have a thousand things to get done, there's no way you're going to get it all done. At the end of the day, you got nothing done. Yeah. My ex-buddy, Larry, the world's worst. He goes, Nick, I need you to be over here at 8 o'clock in the morning because we're going to work on this little Toyota truck and I'm going to need your help, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to get started early. Okay. I get there at 9 o'clock. 1230, we're running to go get lunch, hadn't even touched the
0: Toyota yet. <laughs> but you had a beer.
1: Oh, well, no, I started drinking because I wouldn't do anything. I know, I know. I could have been home doing something for myself. Yeah. Instead of spending the entire day sitting around waiting for him. So finally, after lunch, about 2, 2.30, we tinkered with the Toyota, but we never really got anything done. At the end of the day, he's sitting there pouting because he didn't get shit done.
0: He didn't do anything. ADHD.
1: <laughs> he doesn't know it and hasn't been diagnosed, but he's probably
0: ADHD. Hey, sometimes I wonder if I have it too. Yeah, I've been wondering that myself. Thanks. Uh, not about you. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> That did come off funky, <laughs> yeah. but no, not you, <laughs> yeah.
0: me. But the way you said it, it really did yeah, come off. No.
1: <laughs> I've been thinking about that for myself
0: as well. Uh, but I should have said it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I understood what you meant. I was half messing with that. has got
1: to be annoying, too, is when you slip and say something stupid like that. You know. You didn't say anything stupid? No, I mean, when you... I just said something, and there was a better way to say it. Oh, so yeah. I, I, Heck, why did you say that that way and make you know? I don't want to make Jay feel bad, but still,
0: (laughs) I didn't feel bad. I know you didn't mean it that way. I know you did, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no. If it would have been a stranger or somebody else, they may have taken it wrong.
1: Or if you're talking to your date, (laughs) say something that you don't think is a problem, and it's a problem. Well, you hurt, you know, and then they come at you. Wow, you really said that. You hurt my feelings, you know.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. I understand that. So. No, that's it's funny. But no, I, I the whole ADHD thing, it's it's really interesting because it, a lot of us have a lot of focus problems. Um yep. it's, you know, and you know, people talk about this young generation has a lot of trouble f- focusing or watching sitting down to watch a show or anything like that. But part of it is, is our, our generation is teaching them that, you know. And unfortunately, if we've got ADHD, how are we not passing that genetically on to our kids? We're teaching them.
1: They're not, they're not diagnosed chemically. We're teaching them how to be ADHD.
0: ADHD. I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to learn and they're going to follow your – they're going to be scraped – a mother always says it, Nick, you're scraped right off of my ass, because I am just like my mother. Okay. You know, so when we do or talk things and the way we react or respond and the way we do things, it's like she'll look at me and she'll go, oh, my God, you're scraped right off my ass, you know, because we'll think the same thing at the same time. Right. And it's because she raised me, you know, dad wasn't really that much in the picture, so she raised me. Yeah. So. So, yeah, a
0: lot of that's a learned skill. No, it is. It is. But it is, uh, I, I will uh, say it's diff- It's difficult. We could all do right. more. So Go ahead. Sorry. We can always do more.
1: Yeah. I remember back in the day, I uh, got out of high school, graduated high school. I attempted college, didn't do so well at that. So I had a job at a bartending, and I was only working in a, a Friday and Saturday night. Well, I was living in a little apartment behind a buddy of mine's house. And his dad says, "As long as you maintain a job, you can stay here as long as you want." Well, only working Friday and Saturday night wasn't good enough for him because I basically partied the rest of the week, slept till three o'clock. You know, yeah. I had this little place that had a shower and a bed, bath. You know, bathroom and a and a bed. Yeah. And he finally, after six months, he goes, "Nick, I really enjoy you here. You know, you help with the yard, you help with the house when we're moving stuff around, when we go get firewood, blah blah." He said, but I need to do you a favor, and you need to leave. And, of course, as soon as I left, I didn't have anywhere to stay or anything like that. I ended up getting a a full-time job working for Budweiser, which was, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and I got paid overtime, so I was banking money at that point. But it took that to get me motivated to do that. And now my son's in that same situation. He lost his job. He's getting his GED. He took. He just went and took the test. There's four of them, right? History, science,
0: yeah, uh, language. Reading, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so he passed the three of them, and he didn't do so well on the math, so he's got to go back and take it. Well, in the meantime, he's not doing anything.
0: I thought he was working at the crawfish place.
1: Nope. Lost that job. What? So this is where the annoyance comes in, because at this point, It's probably been two months. And I'm like, I'm fixing to have to have a sit down with him, you know, because he's fixing to turn twenty. Yeah. I'm like, how come you haven't gone back to take the math? How come you're not studying? You know, you're you're staying up all night playing video games and you're sleeping all day and I never see you. And he lives here. You know, I'm let you know, he's living in the other bedroom. Yeah. It's annoying (laughs) because I want the kid I mean, I don't want to sit there and harp on him, you know, and then drag his ass out of bed every morning at 6 o'clock when I'm fixing to walk out the door to go to work. I don't want to do that. But I want to motivate him to the point of saying, hey, this isn't where you want to be in six months, a year, five years, ten years from now. What do you want, you know?
0: Well, actually, I probably is. What kid (laughs) wouldn't want to play video games all day long and let his dad support him?
1: Well, that's true.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. Isn't that why we have a lot of jokes about basement kids? And, oh. <laughs> you just don't have a yeah. basement. <laughs> yeah.
1: we, don't, we don't have many basements down here in, in South Texas. That's just saying.
0: But you know what I'm saying? If you think about it, I mean, you know, there's literally kids all over the, you know, mainly in the States, because I don't think a lot of, you know, maybe in Europe. And, but yeah, I mean, there's oh, kids. it's all
1: over the world. I, I can't imagine it's not all over the world.
0: Yeah, but you know,
1: Australia, Russia, China, Japan, everywhere. They, yeah. There's got to be
0: kids that are living in their kids, yeah, parents' basement, and that's all they, you know, yeah, they all they want to do is play video games. They don't want to do anything else.
1: Wonder what would happen if we put in a draft and forced, every, you know, when you turn a certain age, like they do in Germany, you have to join the military.
0: Oh, that'd be interesting.
1: Yeah. You would yeah, so I'm uh, mad that I never went. I should have gone. Uh, I I never could do that. I said the same thing, but now I'm mad that I didn't. Okay,
0: I, I mean there know. were more opportunities if I would have, but you know, and I guess part of that is is my dad wasn't around whenever I was g- going through high school, so right. you know it was a little different. It, it I don't know it was kind of weird. I mean, we we hung out with people from the base, Fort Polk, you know, because they went to the same church, right? So yeah, I mean, so it's not like we weren't exposed to the military. I mean, we ate our MREs. I mean, come on, if you can eat an MRE, that's that you says a decline. lot. Yeah, you I didn't
1: have to do that not <laughs> nowadays, unless you go overseas. Now, here <laughs> is the deal: you want to talk about annoying, and it is annoying me to this day, and it's always in the back of my mind. Okay. I was married for 15 years. We had two kids. She had two kids prior, and the grandfather of those two kids, him and I hit it off great. Yeah. But love the man to death. Ray Torres, is his name. Ray Torres joined the army, did his 20 years in the army, and that shitbird retired at 38 years old. Okay. 38. Didn't have to have a job. Okay. That's annoying as shit because. I would have loved to be able to retire at 38. At 38. That means I'd have been retired for 20-something years. Okay. 21 years.
0: Okay, so I'll add one to this. My cousin was a first sergeant. Oh, oh, he was close to a first. He was one of those. But he literally gets to 18 years, and they don't want to pay him the retirement and pension, so they literally cut him out. Wow. Yep. You're,
1: how recent was this?
0: Um, I don't know. Is this like eight, uh, five to eight years ago? Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Cause see, that just that's the thing that blows me away. You know, we had pensions and retirement plans and all that stuff ten, twenty years ago, and now no company has it. Yeah. If you're with a company that has it, stick with them.
0: I know. You know? I know.
1: Even some kind of a pension plan that says, oh, I did 20 years. We're going to give you two weeks for every year of service. So you get 40 weeks of pay, and that gives you a little cushion to start your retirement. Yeah. They don't do that no more unless, at my company, you have to be supervisor or above to get that.
0: To get retirement.
1: Think Well, they don't call it a retirement. They call it some kind of a pension plan.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You,
1: you'll you get, you know, when you hit manager, I don't know if it's supervisor, superintendent, or supervisor. manager. So once you become a supervisor, however many years of service you have, you get two weeks of pay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was there so as a supervisor. I was getting, so you get 401k I, and retirement. I, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You would have had to
1: have retired to get that.
0: Yeah, I know. But they were paying into my 401k program. As part of the retirement. More than your average, match. Yes.
1: Where you get? Were you in the stock options where they were buying? No. They would give you so many stocks, and it took three or four years to mature before you could touch it.
0: No. Did you ever get into that. No. That was, I think, manager or above. The it used to be supervisor. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember on the whole stock thing. I never got work involved
1: in that. It's for twenty-two billion dollars. You don't think that they could do a little bit more for their, you know, the people that have worked there. And I would even push it. If if you've worked for the company for ten years or more, I, and you retire, you should get some. You should get something.
0: I would say if Dan Duncan was still alive, it would be different.
1: Oh, it would be night and day different. You ought to see the things that they're doing with this company. It's I don't and I can't tell, and I don't I'll, I don't even know how to predict any of that stuff. I'm not even gonna try. But it seems like right now that they're making very poor managerial skills with employees. Okay, you know what I'm saying yeah, they're taking engineer. And putting them in operations, or they're taking an engineer and putting
0: them in maintenance.
1: Right. Why would you want to? First off, why would
0: you want to be an engineer and then end up in maintenance? Maybe they're cross training them because they want to see them in management.
1: Well, there are they're managing maintenance people instead of managing engineers and managing big, multi million, maybe billion dollar projects.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Now they're
1: just worried about cleaning up after everybody's mess. You know, know. I don't.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't understand
1: that. Yeah. I guess they think that that's the way to get to the senior VP's office. And if that's the case, then maybe, you know, I I don't know. That's annoying. (laughs) annoying You can't understand. You know what I'm saying? I I don't understand it. I wish I could understand what their thought process was, you know, what the high level guys. The guys that think at five hundred thousand foot level, right? What it, what is their end goal? They have obviously I think at like ten thousand foot level, so I don't know how to think at the five hundred thousand foot level. So they obviously know what they're doing, right? Yeah, you got some amazing people still running enterprise, Graham Bacon and all those guys up there, you know, their senior vice presidents and and. You know, executive VPs and all that stuff that... <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I, they, I won't they, disagree
0: with you. They, Business-wise, they're smart as hell. I just don't think it was the same when Dan left. Oh, I agree.
1: It turned We turned in numbers, not people.
0: Yes. Yeah, we've talked about
1: that. Yeah, that's the whole reason I went to this company in the first place was because it was a family-oriented business.
0: Yeah,
1: Guaranteed, if anything was wrong with your kids or your wife or your husband or your parents, why are you at work? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Go take care of your family. We will figure
0: it out. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, now, granted, they're not going to pay for you the whole time you're gone. You know what I'm saying? If you miss a day, then they'll flub the numbers on pay. If you're gone for a month, yeah, they're not going to pay. You're going to run out of PTO, and you're going to, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. But
1: still, they were more concerned about your health with your family than they were now. It's just you know, you're no. not you're not cutting our numbers. You're gone.
0: Well, I remember you know a good story, and I'm not going to mention names, but I remember when Dan was alive. There was um, an employee whose son worked um, also for Dan, and so you know. Father and son can work for the same company, most as long as you didn't work for each other, kind of situation.
1: Right. Yeah, you don't. You work in the same department.
0: Yeah, or you weren't his manager or whatever. Yes, exactly.
1: Oh shit, that's annoying. That's another part of annoying. Sorry. I
0: know uh, it is a part of annoying, but one of the things I really appreciated about Dan is the fact when the son um, died. I mean, it was it was unplanned on whatever. I don't remember the circumstances around it, okay, but the son died. Dan invited the father to come stay at his ranch and grieve, get away for two weeks, not have to deal with everyday life, not have to work. He literally invited him out to stay at his ranch for two weeks, him and his wife. Who's, wow. Who would do that?
1: Yeah, no. That's not going to happen now.
0: No. No way. But, but that just tells you what kind of person he was. Right. You know, and so it's annoying when you have great people like that and they, when they pass away, people don't carry that same what do you, mantle or same whatever. You know, the right. reason why his business was successful is people because people knew he cared about people, and so right. they cared about him in return.
1: Well, he understood that those people were the ones that made him a multi-billionaire. Exactly. They were part of it, even if it was a small part. They were a part of his success. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: And that, that's a big difference. So that that's it's annoying whenever, you know, people have lost sight of that.
1: Yes. So you become a big business, and you're multi billions, and you don't. It's not (laughs) business; it's not personal anymore,
0: right? If
1: I need to make more money, more money, more money, this company needs to grow. If it doesn't grow, it's going to fail and flop, and that's not going to happen in my book. And I'm going to get rid of anybody that I think is failing this company, when they might not necessarily be failing this company. Yes. I mean, I worked for a company. I used to walk around the building all day long and people were chit chatting and surfing the web and doing all that. I was working for Exxon and nobody was working. Yeah. All day long. They got all these people working in a massively huge company. And I'm walking around the building and seeing 50, 60 people and, you know, they're on on Amazon shopping or they're on YouTube and, you know, or they're all sitting around a water cooler talking. Yeah, You know, spending an hour just sitting there BSing. Yep. You know, yep. I remember back then, my coworkers were like that. I worked with four people. So there were five of us. And those four people stood around and BSed for a couple hours a day, easy. And yeah. then they shunned me because I wasn't going to sit there and BS for two hours. I came there to work. I want to do something. I don't want to just sit around and, you know.
0: Yeah. There. That. there, there there's a, there's a, Time and a place to shoot the crap, but you know, it's a time and a a place
1: at Bandera is a time time to shoot the shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I know that's what you want to come shoot the shit with me, come on up, you know,
0: right? Well, you know, happy hour, you know, you want to go get a grab a quick drink, you know, whatever, you know, that's that's fine, but you know, there's Like you said, there's a time and a place, you know, and I remember for us when I worked there, you'd go down, this is before you quit, but you'd go down to the smoke shack and I'd go down to the smoke shack with you. Yeah. And that's when we would shoot the shit. I mean, that was kind of our, our point. That was it.
1: I, I did more IT business in the smoke pen than I did in the office. Really? Back then. Of course, everybody smoked back then. You know, oh, know. Years yeah, exactly. But, you know, there's still a smoke area in the new building. But very rarely there might be one or two people out there. When we first started, there were eight or ten all the time.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. I was smoking. My coworker, Tina, was smoking. So we were out there three or four times a day. Well, and I would, I would go out, smoke my cigarette really quick, and I'd go back in. And they'd go out. Now, this has happened multiple times. Talk about annoying. Okay, My co-workers would go out to smoke. I'd go out with them. This is several years ago, right? So the three of us would go out to smoke. So I'd smoke my cigarette real quick, and then I'd go right back in and go back to work. When I'd go back out to smoke my next cigarette an hour and a half later, they're still outside smoking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's annoying. That's annoying. Okay. And I'm
1: the only one in the office, so every time somebody walks up, there's nobody there but me. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, that's annoying. That's crazy.
0: And see, I was talking about the good old days back before Tina and them were out there when it was John Quincy and some of those guys out in the smoke shop. Right. You know? Yep. So that's that was the good old days. Yep. Because those guys worked their butt off too. Work ethic was never an issue. Yeah, you know, and so uh, that was that was the hard thing. It just seems like work ethic has kind of gone downhill.
1: Definitely
0: over the years. So yes.
1: Anyway, I dude. Play the politics game. I'm not a good. I'm not good at the politics, and that annoys me because I don't get it. You know, you're better at it than me because you got promoted up the chain a little bit faster than I did. But I don't get it. I I didn't play the politic game. You're, yeah, you did. You got
0: promoted. I got promoted, but not because I played politics. No. I got I got promoted in spite of the fact that I didn't play politics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I was the rebellious one. You know, I, and dude, I, never I was thought, always always uh,
0: I was always rocking the boat. That's why
1: you and I are friends, because we thought the same thing. Okay. (laughs) I would do it in a manner that would piss everybody off, and they'd kick me off the team. You would do it a different way that wouldn't piss them off, but not so bad that they'd kick you off the
0: team. Dude, on the Windows 7 project, they actually had a meeting about me without me, because I freaking rocked the boat. Yeah. The first
1: meeting we had, I'll never forget it. There were 17 people in the room, and they said, Let's start it off like this. Should we do the Windows 7 rollout through attrition, or should we hire in a team to come in and sweep the country? And everybody wanted to hire in a team to do it. And I was the only one in the room that said, We should do it through attrition.
0: And I wasn't in that meeting.
1: Well, you got tacked. When they kicked me out, they picked you up. Because that was the last meeting I was in for that whole project. They end up spending $28 million on the rollout more than they should have. Right. So when they came to Windows 10, the director looked me dead in the eye and said, the dumbest thing we ever did was not run Windows 7 through attrition. Duh. We all told him that, too. I know, and he looked me dead in the eye like, "Uh uh-huh, F you, buddy, (laughs) because we didn't listen to you, and you were smarter than us, but I'm not going to let anybody know that you're smarter than us. (laughs) That's annoying shit. (laughs) I know. He basically looked me in the
0: eye and said, you were right, but you're stupid. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. Oh, that's annoying. So, And the problem was, no offense to all those project managers, I saw the bigger picture. They did I did too. I know. I know. It really just and drove And now me- we're putting it all
1: through attrition.
0: Well, that's good Schindler. for you.
1: So here's the deal. Before we close this out, I do want to say I'm sitting here talking about the things that annoyed the crap out of me and pissed me off, but that's not all my life. No. My life is very positive, very motivated, very, I feel successful. I feel confident. But there are things in this world that annoy me, and I probably threw all of them out there on the table for you tonight.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to throw this one out there and say, folks, you don't want to bottle up your annoyances. Oh, God, don't do that. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, you know, we're sitting here talking about annoyances and people, you know, may, well, you know, they're not, they're not being very positive. You know, I'm positive that this pro- this podcast is, has helped us grow and we've had a lot of really fun episodes. So, you know, if you haven't seen it, listen to all our episodes, you know what, go listen to them. You can yes. see our positive attitude and our funny and, you know, we just, we're, we're really great together. But you have to, and if that's the one thing you can get out of this podcast, is you have to talk about your annoyances sometimes with your significant other, with your friends, with your family. Yes, you have to let it out. You can't let it build up because if you let it build up, it's going to go off like a dynamite stick and you're just going to blow up.
1: And then you're going to regret. Things that you said, things that you did, and you're going to take it out on the people that you love the most, and that's
0: bad. That's not fair. So, it's you know, fair. if for a person who fair. wants to be positive and wants to be a, a good person, do you really want to do that?
1: Yeah. You know? That's what I love about our podcast, man. We talk about shit, and now I got all wound up about the annoyances, and they're not so bad now,
0: you know? Yeah. So, this just the way it works. Exactly. Well, and it's, sometimes it's, if you talk them out, like you said, you talk them out, you can kind of, you get them out of your system, and it's like, okay, uh, now they're gone. Now I can be good now. I can be Nick. So,
1: what What do we need to do, you and I, to become therapists? Because <laughs> this is therapy for both of
0: us. Oh, yeah. No, it 100%. Is. And, it, you know, yeah. you never know. It'd be therapy for some of our fans if they'd actually listen. So That's
1: right or we're going to have to do a call in or send us an email. You know, guys, I want to hear from you.
0: Yeah. So, um, we're going to be doing a couple of, uh, interesting episodes upcoming. So some real life stuff. Um, you know, it's funny. We got some feedback for some reason. Somebody liked our laundry discussion. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was great. It's, uh, You know, it's the real us. I think that's the reason why people liked it.
1: Okay, that's some bullshit now that we're talking about laundry. I'm going to drag this out a little bit longer.
0: Okay, what the hell? How
1: does it matter how the hell you fold your towels? It doesn't. Why? And guys, and this is just me. This is my opinion. Everybody else, you know, I have dated women where I folded the towels and they've gone behind me and refolded them. Okay. Why? Right. Why? You know? I'm sorry I don't fold them the way you do. I'm sorry I don't load the dishwasher the way you do. But that's a that's a pet peeve we we're going to we're going to talk about pet peeves and annoyances. I could care less. You fold my towels, I'm going to kiss your cheek and say thank you for folding my towels. I don't care what they look like. Why do you fold your underwear? We talked about that.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> that's for another podcast. Fold your yeah. OCD people OCD. Actually, and it is OCD. It is. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So I will tell you this. Bad thing. It's, for me and the towels, it is an OCD th- situation. So I literally line up every corner of the towel with the towel below it. So when I fold them, I fold them the exact same way and they are literally square. Well, unless I try fold them, because certain towels, and you got to realize it's based on the shelf I put them in.
1: If they don't fold, f- shit, he's got more than one way to fold a towel. What yeah. the hell's a tri-fold?
0: Uh, you know when you fold uh one side over and then fold the other one over it.
1: Okay, so what's the goal? What what is the purpose of that? That makes you that makes it so important to you. Okay, so, so the- that when they're in the cabinet, they look symmetrical and clean or organized.
0: Yes, and I can fit more in, in there.
1: Oh, see, you know, that makes sense to me.
0: Okay. So I can act when I fold them this way, I can maximize my space. Good point. Okay. But if I'm going to do it, that my OCD kicks in and I have to match corners. So when I used to work in a warehouse, you know, I could go through whenever I was picking stuff out of the warehouse and my OCD would kick in. And so if these guys put up boxes, and the box corners weren't matched up, I would literally, I would have to straighten the boxes up. Oh, my God.
1: I feel you on that one. Oh, do I feel you on that one. See? I work at Budweiser stacking beer in the warehouse. Okay. And, yes, I was OCD about that. I get that.
0: Okay. See, that's how towels are to me. That's the weird thing is I see towels, and that's how it is for me. I have to stack them to where all the corners match up. And whenever I stick them in, it fits nice and cleanly in the shelf and I can maximize my space. It's the old warehouse in me. I mean, it's literally I'm trying to effectively use every little bit of space that I can. So I
1: fold my towels and then I throw them in there. So if they unfold, you know, and yeah. I have a big and it's just me. So I only need I only have like five or six towels. right? Well,
0: and yeah, you only use one a week. So it's not like it matters. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: and, and by the way, we've heard from quite a few people that that's what they do as well.
0: No, it is. It is. I'm probably <laughs> the abnormal who uses a new towel every time. So, and you know, but I will say, Gabe uses a new towel every time. So that's because
1: he learned from his dad.
0: Exactly. I know that's it's habits. You, don't work. Yeah, exactly. that's not a bad thing. No,
1: it's really not. Six one half does the other.
0: No. Yeah.
1: There exactly. was a. There was a. uh Gone to a counselor or somebody, a uh, politician here in Houston, lady that never wore the same pair of underwear twice.
0: The entire time she was here?
1: The, her life. Oh. Oh. She'd open up a brand new pair of underwear, put them on. By the end of the day, she'd throw them in the trash. Uh, uh. Every day, a brand new pair of underwear. Didn't wash them. Nothing.
0: Oh, okay. So that's OCD. That's yeah. I've never heard that one. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember the lady's name, but she was a she was a politician
1: here in Houston. She was on the city council for you know Houston, Houston.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah, that's kind of um. I don't know. That's a little crazy. I, I don't know how yep. to respond to that one. So, but <laughs> y- y- folks, it, just in case you're wondering, Nick's making fun of me because yes, I do fold my underwear. So. It, it's all about space, dude, you know? You're absolutely right. And I'm not
1: actually putting it down, but I don't. I know. Just wad them all up and throw them in there. And, and socks I- the same way because all my socks are exactly the same. All my underwear are the same make, model, brand, color, everything.
0: Mine aren't. Yeah.
1: They're all modern black. All of them are Calvin Klein boxers. Oh, okay. My socks are all from the same <clears> manufacturer, <throat> And they're all the exact same socks. Mine are so, not. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have different socks or different none of that.
0: Yeah. Well, the problem is, is every time I go to Target to get the same socks, they don't always have what I need, and I need a package of socks.
1: Let me introduce you to
0: Amazon. I do all my shopping on Amazon. Yes, but they don't always have it either.
1: It, well, so far I've been lucky over the last ten years of being. I mean, maybe single, I'll yeah. start
0: looking at, at Amazon. Yeah, so find a pair of socks you like and just keep
1: rebuying, buy again, you know, every however many months you wear them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a fair point. I need to start buying more on Amazon because they do have more in stock than, you know, my local Target or Walmart or whatever. Then you got
1: to worry about the washer and the dryer eating up that one sock that you can't find. I don't have to worry about that because I got 20 pair of the same
0: socks. I know, I know. That's a fair point. Okay. You know, I just for you folks, I actually did um, get a job offer. I accepted a job offer, so I'm back to work. Yes. Love it. I know. I know. I'm just as excited as he is, and I ain't even getting paid for it. Whatever. (laughs) So, also, um, before we wrap this up, I was talking to Nick, and we wanted to do a video where we talk about the equipment we're using. That yeah. way that way you guys can see what we use and kind of see kind of why we picked it. You know, we'll talk about it and stuff like that. So, if
1: anybody's interested in getting into it, send yes. us an email because we can show you you know.
0: We probably put a little more money into it than the normal intro podcaster, I would say. You know but if you're if you're wanting to go a cheaper route, I can tell you some cheaper options or in more inexpensive options as well, right. but I think there's some things that you know you you would need, so I'm always looking to improve my situation, so is Nick, you know right. but it's uh I think the next thing I'm going to do is probably invest in a green screen oh cool you know, and then uh, maybe some some sound deadening stuff for my studio.
1: See, I'm struggling with the mic that I have. If, and I live in a two bedroom apartment and my door is open and I can see the front door. If my son walked in that, you would hear him unlock the door. This microphone will pick up and I live facing the swimming pool. You can hear the kids swimming and screaming and hollering and playing Marco Polo through the mic So I need to find another mic, and I'm still struggling with that.
0: But, yeah. I could loan you my second one so you could test it out.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's what I should do. Yeah.
0: Before you buy, you try.
1: I just want to buy the one you're talking on right now. That's fair. That's fair. You know, we talked about that. I just hadn't pulled the trigger yet.
0: I know. It's $149, and you've got other expenses that you're working on
1: right now yeah i, I know.
0: know i know <laughs> we <laughs> dropped a pretty penny on the podcast equipment when we first started so yeah we did and that was
1: annoying no i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> you <laughs> know what it was annoying in the beginning but it was worth it
1: oh we did it was frustrating we yeah. did get annoyed cuz we couldn't make things work we were just we were stumbling fumbling trying to figure it out it's really nice to have somebody to talk to that's been through it and they can at least give you some some suggestions.
0: Yes. Yeah. I would agree with <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of suggestions. That's the one thing I'm annoyed by. I cannot find a good sound effect machine for a decent price. No, that's... I'm looking that's for good. one. So if anybody has a suggestion, hey, yeah. email me. E- email the show. So... Yep. But... Other than that, dude, anything else? Are we missing anything? Uh, you know, I'm annoyed Thanks. our fans aren't emailing us.
1: That's it. I've always been annoyed at that. You know I always say it <laughs> every podcast. Go on Podbean and follow us so that we can start making money and doing this all the time.
0: No, listen to you, whatever.
1: Where's that $200 million contract that Joe Rogan got? Oh, there you go. Yeah. He can share some of that. Yeah.
0: So We're going to start our own radio station. It's the Nick and Jay, uh, the Jay and Nick show, Nick and Jay show.
1: Yeah, we got to do an alphabetical order so that we don't.
0: Oh, whatever. The Jay and Nick show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you notice I said the Nick and Jay first. Said it first. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just, Nixon,
1: you know, it's funny. I never got a nickname my whole life because Nick is the nickname. I know. You can't beat Nick, it's the easiest name to say, Bob. Yeah. That's a little harder it's even Bob's hardest
0: Actually, we used to have a great nickname for you back when i worked at uh worked with you <laughs> <laughs> Nick at night Nick at night <laughs> yeah. so, Too many syllables <laughs> yes, but it really it was funny <laughs> so yeah. anyway, well folks, <laughs> we're half teasing about the annoying thing, but we would love to hear from you, so um, and of course, you know, follow, share, uh, what else is there? You know, send us an email, keep listening.
1: I on Facebook. We got a Facebook, uh, group out there. Yeah. Join the Facebook group.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um, always going to be some fun stuff. We got some fun episodes coming up. Um, we, we know you guys will enjoy. So, um, I don't have anything else, Nick. I'm good, brother. Love you, man. Love you, too. And, folks, keep following. Keep listening.